You can stand for the sermon, but you're welcome to sit. There are more instructions on this lectern than I've ever seen. I just need to make sure I'm following all the instructions. It's a little terrifying, but there it is. Can you hear me all right in the back? There are already a couple of people asleep. Very good. This morning I bring you greetings from our fellow Episcopalians in almost 100 congregations, schools, and special ministries from just a little bit further north here in Jensen Beach all the way to Key West in the south. We speak many languages, we come from many countries, and we embody many cultures, but we are all united, as we said at the beginning of this service, in one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. I'm delighted to be back with you here this morning. Kate is sorry not to be with us. I've actually been on the road for a couple of days, and um, when I do that, um, she stays in Miami and has fun uh, while I'm off working uh, up and down the diocese. But she sends her greetings and hopes to be back with us at some future date, uh, perhaps uh, in December. Oh, one person knows what's happening in December. I'm so glad that that's generally known um, in, in our diocese. And, uh, but since this is my first Sunday, I've been with you a lot uh, over the last uh, year and a half or so, but since this is the first Sunday since I've been back with you, since your new rector has been appointed, I do want to take this opportunity uh, publicly to express my gratitude, and I hope your gratitude, to Father Derek, your vestry, the search committee, and all your leadership for the important work that they have been doing during this season between rectors to lead this community so wonderfully. They have done such effective work and given such effective service that I think it's right we thank them today. Derek is going on a six-week cruise with his family uh, the day after the new rector is instituted. Um, so enjoy him while he's here, because uh, he may disappear for a bit uh, for a little well-deserved R&R. Uh, I also want to thank and congratulate all those who are being confirmed and received this morning and welcome those who are here to support you. I know how much support you have received from this community and how much you value your life in this place. I also want to send, are we, are we online this morning? I want to send greetings to all of you who are not here this morning because the bishop was coming and you didn't want to be at a service that would go on too long. Um, we're always glad to welcome you online. Uh, that means, of course, you'll have to give twice next week when you're back, and so the collection plate will go around a second time. We, as we give thanks for such good ministry and community life here at Good Shepherd, please always pray for your clergy, your wardens, your parish leadership, and please know that I pray for you and give thanks to God for you every day. This morning, as we gather in this lovely corner of Palm Beach, I do, however, want to ask your prayers in particular, and in the coming days, for the peoples of the Holy Land, 
who yesterday saw the worst day in their history for half a century, and where there is terrible violence and unrest, even as we are gathered here this morning. This is a dangerous time in the land of Jesus, and we pray for a swift end to the violence and a fresh spirit to find a just and enduring peace. So please pray for our sisters and brothers in the Holy Land. I've been in touch with the Archbishop there. Uh, everyone is safe. No one has been uh, hurt or killed from any community that we know of. Uh, but many people have been killed and uh, many people have been taken hostage. So it is a very, very difficult time. The country is fundamentally shut down. Uh, no one can move about. And that uh, makes for a, a very difficult life for everyone. Now, as tempting as it was for me this morning to have a little pop quiz to see how many of you are coveting your neighbor's donkey, I realized I was up here in the country, and some of you might be coveting your neighbor's donkey, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to embarrass anybody by making you fess up to it this morning. We're going to talk about something else. Because on most Sundays, our readings from the scriptures provoke us to look outwards from ourselves, to see God and the world differently. But this morning, it's not quite that. Today, our gospel reading compels us to turn our attention to ourselves as the church, the body of Christ, the living body of Christ. We're being asked, as it were, to do a little, uh, to attend to a little housekeeping. Now, the image of the vineyard in the scriptures, both in the Hebrew scriptures and in the New Testament, has long been considered by the Christian community to be an image of the church. And we all know of all the many stories that, em that embody the image of the vineyard as a symbol for the community. Some of us are rather um, uh, uh, more well-rounded grapes than others. Some of us may look a little bit more like raisins at this stage in our lives. But the image of the vineyard is a very common image for the life of the community. So when we hear the word vineyard, as we do in our gospel reading this morning, we're meant to be asking ourselves how these words might be, meaning, uh, might be meant to challenge us in our life together as the church of God. God has prepared his vineyard of the church. God has tilled the ground for us, planted us, tended us, loved us. We are here because God has made our life possible. So there are questions always asked of us. As the prophet Isaiah says very memorably in one place, are we bearing sweet grapes or are we bearing wild, bitter grapes? Are we, turn, are we, in, are we in our turn as we have been planted and nurtured and loved and cared into flourishing life? Are we being faithful stewards of all that God has given us? Are we making the vineyard of the church a beautiful and hospitable place where all can come for spiritual nourishment? Are we caring appropriately for all? 
that God has entrusted to us? I suspect that the answer is that we're all doing the best we can. We work hard to ensure that the community of faith that we call the church is open to all who long for and need the love of God. We do everything we can to make the love of God real for people every day. And I know how hard you all work here in the ministries that do just that. We try our best to produce sweet grapes and not bitter wild grapes. It's hard work. Just ask the associate rector. It's hard work to ensure that we're doing all that we can to help God keep the church as the community of love that God wants us to be. In our second reading, St. Paul tells us exactly how hard this work is because it often means laying aside our own desires and preoccupations for the sake of Christ and the gospel. St. Paul is willing to sacrifice everything he has done and he tells us that nothing that we have achieved ourselves is more important than to gain Christ and to be found in him. And when we're doing this, when we're focused on pressing on to the goal of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus, we're being precisely the sweet grapes, the best fruit of the vineyard. God is counting on us to help him bring forth sweet grapes in his vineyard, the church. God is counting on us to be those sweet grapes, and he's counting on us to help others to be grafted onto the same vine in which we live, to welcome others to the roots that are deeply set in the soil that God has prepared so that we may all flourish and grow and live our lives of faith and service together. God is counting on us to be faithful stewards, unlike the stewards we read about in our gospel reading today, who welcome his son when he comes to us in his spirit to join us in the work that we are doing, to be our life and our strength and our inspiration. This is the vocation of all of us, this is the vocation of those whom we are confirming and receiving into the church today. You who are being confirmed are an encouragement to the rest of us, and may your witness today strengthen us all to ensure the health and vitality of the vineyard that God has planted here at the Church of the Good Shepherd in Tequesta. And may all of us be faithful tenants always mindful that it is God who has planted this vineyard and who has given us all that we need for our flourishing life together. Amen.